Hello and welcome to Backyard Catch. This is Nick Roby. Thank you for joining us once again. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Hope you enjoyed lots of fun with family and friends. Excited to talk about some college football and man robbery weekend. Just when we think we know exactly what's going to happen, man, it it always just keeps us on our toes, right? So, man, it what a fun fun game and a lot to talk about. Texas A&M makes a higher, but first we got to talk about the the big game, right? The game. Uh, Ohio State goes into Michigan as number two in the country, traveling to number the number two and three team in the country playing each other. And Michigan comes on top 32-24. The Wolverines get it done. I mean, I I was interested to see, you know, Harbaugh, this is his final game of his second three-game suspension for the sign-stealing allegations uh, brought down by the Big Ten. So he's still been with the team all week. He just couldn't coach on the sidelines. Um, But it didn't seem to to affect them that much. If anything, it seemed like kind of galvanized them. And this, this game's a very like back and forth type of a game. It's always feels like both teams can be in it and, and you're, and you're punching counter punching, like definitely kind of a boxing, kind of a, a feel to it. Michigan seemed ready to go. And, and Ohio State, I don't think they played like a bad game. I mean, I think uh, McCord had a couple turnovers and Michigan, they came out early. Ohio State comes back into it. And then Michigan, it's only a one touchdown game going into the fourth quarter. I just think that Michigan, they just didn't make mistakes, you know, and I keep, I kept waiting for them to see if they would do. And, and I had picked Ohio State to cover and I thought they would win because I just, I, I liked the way that they were playing a little bit better. I wasn't sure how Michigan would be able to handle all this going forward. And I just, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure what we would get out of JJ McCarthy. And I thought he played well, he did everything they asked him to. And so, I mean, and Michigan ran, ran the ball better than Ohio state. Ohio state just made a couple more mistakes, you know? And so now Michigan's going to, Michigan's going to the big 10 title against Iowa, which they're 23 point favorite. I mean, you could argue this was the playing game for the playoff. And now Ohio state for a third straight year is, is licking their licking their wounds, unfortunately, and they've lost now three in a row. And so that's an interesting question, especially as we go into off season and into you know summer conversations. But that that's really interesting to me. But Michigan, man, they it's a, they're a machine. You know, they're one of the best programs in the country. And now the next thing for them is they need to to do something and, and win when they're in the playoff. But they look like very much right there with Georgia. If, if both of them win, they're in for sure. So but props to Michigan, man. I They got it done. They ran the ball. They played They played good enough defense, and Ohio State comes up short. So that one was a big one. The other one, too, we want to hit on is it's Alabama-Auburn. Man, I, you know, it was hard to know what we were going to get in this one because Auburn, you know, lost 31-10 to 10 at home against New Mexico State. And Alabama, you know, you can kind of see what they were going to walk into. And you just didn't know with Auburn. But Auburn, man, they just kept it close. They, they didn't they didn't throw it that much. They didn't need to. They ran for over 200 yards. And they had the game won. And it was fourth and 31. And one of the craziest plays where Alabama needs to score, where the game is over. You know, there's 30 seconds left or so. But they need to score. 
Miller throws a crazy play up to Bond and he hits in the back of the end zone and they win the ball game. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And Auburn, man, it, that's it. It's really tough for them because you don't want to lose to your rival, but I mean, the fight they showed, which is really impressive. And you know, that Hugh freeze is going to continue to get better. You know, this is only year one for them. And so I, I was just impressed in how they played and, They've pushed Georgia and Alabama. They've ran for over 200 yards on an offense that does not throw the ball that well against the, the two best teams in the SEC are going to play each other. Like they've ran the ball at home and, and, and kept it really close. So it's it's impressive. So I'll be curious to see what they, they do in the future with Auburn. But when they get more of their guys, you know, Hugh Freeze gets his guys more into that program. But Alabama, they escape, man. I mean, that's just all – that's the name of the game. They escape, and they keep their playoff hopes alive, and they need to win out for sure. But now they set up what's going to be a massive game in Atlanta between them and Georgia once again. And a lot of eyes will be on that ball game for sure this weekend. But Alabama, man, they escaped in just another classic Iron Bowl. I mean, those games, even when you think it's – you think you know what's going to happen, you, you don't. And it's just – it was a crazy – that one was a crazy ball game. Other games just from around the country what we want to hit on. Um, Friday night, I mean, I uh, Mississippi State beat Mississippi on Thanksgiving. We talked about that. Uh, on Friday night, Oregon just takes care of business against Oregon State. It was not close. They ended up winning 31-7. to But Bo Mix, Mix and those guys, they are, they're one of the best-looking teams in the country. I mean, they are one of the best-looking teams in the country. I don't care like what the record is. That team is good. And they set up a rematch with Washington, and they're the favorite by almost 10 points. And I think deservedly so. I think it's nine and a half, and I think that feels about right, honestly. They're one of the best teams in the country, and it'll be very interesting to see if they win, what happens, you know? And, and there's only four spots to go, and we could have three undefeated teams, and a one-loss team is trying to fight for that last spot in this last round of the four-team playoff. But Oregon, man, looks like one of the best teams in the country. When you just go on, like, looks and feels of one of the best teams in the country – they're playing like it, you know? I mean, you could argue that they had the best, like, look and feel of a team from this past weekend. If you just go and, like, look and feel of how they played in the rivalry game and of those top teams, they you could argue they felt like the best. Not saying they are the best per se, but just the look and feel of it. Um, George, Because Georgia got pushed, too, by Georgia Tech more than I thought they would. I mean, Georgia Tech definitely covered that number i was a little surprised by that they kind of struggled with that a little bit but georgia gets out there with a win and that's a big thing with these rivalry games especially with a team that you're supposed to be or you're a bigger favorite and you just got to win and move on you know but georgia you know they, if you credit georgia tech they fought really hard but um georgia comes out with that and so we got pac 12 uh title game is set between oregon and washington that's a rematch in vegas you've got georgia and uh, alabama uh, Louisville loses a shocker to Kentucky. I was really surprised by that, especially at home. I don't know, just then that just might be a team that's just not used to being in that position necessarily, but at home too. But it didn't matter. It doesn't matter for like conference title race, but it does for, you know, bragging rights and just for your season. But so they're still 10 and 2. They'll face a Florida State team that, of course, lost Jordan Travis for the rest of the year and they. It was it was looking close in Florida, but they escape and, and cover on the road, and they're undefeated. They'll be playing the ACC title game, and they're and and here's the thing: I, I've been hearing about this a little bit, and it just I, to me, I just want to set the record straight. And it, just for me, like personally, I don't think the fact that we're 
that there's some people who are questioning whether or not like Florida State like feels like a playoff team or whatnot. But like when we talk about like deserving, that's one thing if you like if you like how a team looks or like, man, I don't know if they can like like if they would beat, you know, so and so, like a Georgia or you know, Oregon or whoever, like whomever, um, Michigan. But the fact that if they're an undefeated team, if they're a power five team, guys, a power five undefeated team deserves to be in the college football playoff. Like they just do. It's just, and if we have five undefeated, we will cross that bridge if, but that we're not going to ever cross that bridge because it's never happened. And it's not going to happen because next year's a 12 team playoff. But guys, if there's an undefeated power five team who wins their conference title, they deserve to be in that playoff. Now, if you want to rank them, whatever you want to rank them, that's that's a different conversation. But when it comes to like, they deserve to be in there, and I don't care. We're talking about like that's the conversation of like whether or not like how they would do in the future. Oh, they lost Jordan Travis, or they haven't looked good since he went out. Well, yeah, they lost their star quarterback. Of course, they're going to look a little bit different. But talking about deserving, yes, they deserve to go. They beat LSU, who has a good chance of their quarterback being. The Heisman winner, he's in that conversation. They beat a Clemson team at home who's only has a couple of losses in like eight years at home, who now is in the top 20, you know, top 25 and just beat South Carolina and they finished eight and four. But that's still like, that's still a good win, you know, like they're undefeated and they'll beat a Louisville team who's a top 15 team. Like, what are we talking about? They beat Florida on the road. Did Tennessee beat Florida on the road? No. Like, what are we talking about? Like, it's even when you start comparing, like, like, and you want to break them down, Michigan. Who's who did Michigan play other than Penn State, Ohio State? You know, like Georgia. Like they played. You know, like yes, they beat some teams later in the season, but like it. Like, what are we talking about? Like FSU deserves to be there. So that's just my little rant. I just. The fact that we're just starting to question that, it's just like whether or not how you feel about all these competitions. Like if they're in a power five league, those teams deserve to be there. If they're undefeated. Now, if they lose, it's different. Like, of course, like that's a different conversation though. Um, So you got Texas is playing Oklahoma State. The, the Both those teams move in advance into the conference title games. That will be very interesting. Um, And then, of course, Michigan and Iowa. So there you have it. That is just a little bit of a rant that I had. And so I honestly kind of lost my train of thought. Or Oklahoma State, they escaped against uh, uh, BYU because they had to win to to win to even advance to to the conference title game. So congrats to them. Um, They'll be tough against Texas. Uh, for sure. And other games of note, uh, let's see, any other ones we didn't hit? Clemson did beat South Carolina. Um, so that one was a defensive battle and, and just a big rivalry of a game. But so defensively, they, they, Clemson played really well. They, they had had the fumble recovery and then the picks, the interception later. And so then it was just a defensive battle. So they win. They finished season eight and four. And now South Carolina is trying to make a bowl as well. Uh, LSU beat Texas A&M 42 to 30 and and Jaden Daniels is arguably in that you know like I talked about earlier they're in that highs and race I think it's between him uh Bo Nix and Michael Penix and to me I think Daniels is probably the front runner right now but to me I my vote would be for 
for Bo Nix. I just think he's been the best player in the country. And I just like to play those, and especially if they win against Washington and they get he gets his team to the playoff. Um, or right in that conversation, I just I, I think it goes to Bo Nix, but I can definitely see Jaden Daniels. You know, I wouldn't have I I think he's been electric this year. I think between one of the one of those two guys, I think that that makes sense to me. Um I personally don't love I don't love having Heisman winners with teams with like three or more losses. Like I don't love that, but I get like how much they like a lot of times they mean so much to those teams because maybe defensively they're not as strong or they're needing to do all these things to help their team win and they're electric. But I don't love that. I know it, it, win and losses you can't put that all on the quarterback, but I don't I don't personally love that. But I totally get getting Jane and Daniels um, that. But I think if Bo Nix wins and he looks good against Washington on Saturday on Friday night, excuse me, in Vegas, then I think Bo Nix is the front runner. So but we also got to talk about, we got to talk about Texas A&M. This was very interesting over the weekend. They lose, you know, against LSU, but they had fired Jimbo Fisher and they've been in, in talks of like who they might talk to, you know, of who would be their next coach. And it looked for a while, it could be um, Mark Stoops, you know, from Kentucky. He's been there for forever. And I like him. I think he's a good coach. It would have been interesting to see him cross to the Western part of the SEC and, and see how he does it a bigger, like a bigger program that definitely is like football first. Um, Cause you know, Kentucky's more traditionally a basketball school, but he's done a really good job there. And you have all the resources, you know, in the world. But I thought what was really interesting is when it seemed like Stoops was going to get the job, then there's, there was a lot of like pushback from the fans. And so I interesting. I don't know if it was just like, you know, you've seen him before, in in the SEC and he maybe just wasn't a, a splashing of fame. I don't know. That was really interesting to me. And I I like Soups. You know, I'd be interested to see how he does there. But to me, this is one of the guys I was kind of interested in. I think the first one of the first calls I would have made is was to Dan Lanning. But I think Mike Elko would have been up there for sure. And he he gets the job. He's announced as the head coach. And if we remember that he was the defensive coordinator from 18 to 21 before he took the Duke job. So he's actually was the defensive coordinator and now he's going to be the head guy. And I thought he's done, he did an excellent job at Duke. I mean, he made them into a tough out, you know, and if Leonard doesn't get hurt, I think they win a few more ball games. I mean, he Leonard meant Riley Leonard meant so much to that team, but defensively they were, he's such a good strategist. And I just be, he's done a great job too, as a CEO over there. So very interesting to see, with him stepping into the SEC and stepping into just the money and the expectations and different things like that. But he, he has been in AM, he gets the culture there. And I really do think that he'll have a good handle. I, I personally, I like, I, I personally like Elko more than soups, but I would have been okay with soups personally, but uh, you get Elko. And so it'd be, I'm very interested to see what that looks like and, and how he goes about that job. So that's really it. I just wanted just to hit on that. We'll have a lot more, um, you know, searches going on. Offensive coordinator, Oklahoma. Uh, he leaves Brent Venables and he goes to Mississippi State. So there's a lot of moving, changing parts that are going on. But so there you have it. That is robbery weekend. A lot of fun games over the weekend. And now we've got conference championship, which we'll talk about later in the week. We've got ACC, SEC basketball coming up. So excited to talk about that too later in the week. So Hope you are doing well and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening. I'm signing off.